0: All right, welcome into our podcast, Backyard Sports.
1: Today, I am Sam Broglie, and joining me is... Andrew Walters. And John Robbins, host... John Robbins. And special guest... Charlie Mullen.
0: Okay, today we have our Masters special episode coming at you guys. To start it off, obviously, Masters' biggest tournament in golf coming up this week. Charlie, what does Masters
2: time mean to you? You know, it's a tradition unlike any other. I mean, it's just a special week of the year for all of us golfers. And it's really the start of spring, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's something that just marks the start of the golf season for real. Obviously, there's a few tournaments played before this, but
1: Masters kind one.
0: of starts off
2: the competitive golf scene. Who doesn't
1: like to sit down and watch some golf, see the oh. green grass, kind of get ready for golf season, too? I mean,
2: absolutely. absolutely. Especially being a Minnesotan, this is when courses normally open up around here. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately. Really, yeah. It really starts the golf season. Mm-hmm. I mean, to start it off, uh, I always like to go over the
0: course changes for the Masters. And so, really, the only big one is hole 13. They lengthen that 35 yards. So, that's actually going to make it harder to cut off the dog leg. I mean, obviously, guys like Rory DeChambeau, they're still going to try to get there, cut off the dog leg, get a wedge in. But for most guys, it's going to be a true par 5. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, you know, I'm not really a big fan of it. I thought the 13th hole was really entertaining because you're watching the guys through the leaderboard and they come to 13 after maybe a rough start and you're like, well, now I expect them to make a birdie if not an eagle. Now, though, with the uh, length, I don't know, a lot of guys will lay up and it's going to be less entertaining. And, like, for a guy like Rory, he was talking about earlier how he was, like, going from nice little 8-iron on a flat line, but now he's got a sloped 5-iron.
0: Yeah. And I just,
2: I don't think he'll be as entertaining now.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, from back in the day, that was obviously a true par 5, but it really got to a point where that was like a scoring hole, like, you're making birdie or eagle to stay in the tournament, so changing it is obviously going to make it harder, so maybe that makes it more entertaining, but personally, I agree with you. I agree, I like low scores, make it a place where people can definitely uh put knock some strokes off their uh, score there. Yeah,
1: I disagree here, you know, I'm kind of old school, I like... I like my par fours to be par fours and my par fives to be par fives. So I don't mind this at all. And I do like to see how these guys are going to approach this hole. So, I mean, fair sure uh, enough. Yeah.
2: Mm, I, I don't know. Every course has to have that one scoreable par five. Yeah. And the other three out of Augusta are pretty long. Yeah. 15's not too long, but.
1: I would like to see how some of these big hitters approach this hole, though. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like... that would be interesting. But honestly, I feel like it might give uh, too much of an advantage to those guys.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, something I'd to say look out so. for. Yeah, I'd say so because the shorter hitters they're gonna have to lay up. They may have had to lay up before, but especially with the trees off the tee box, it's gonna it's gonna be a tricky yeah. driving hole. And
1: I see what you're saying, but this is the big league, so if you can't hit your driver that far, I mean that's kind of on you, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean fair enough. Um, I mean I say we jump right into it and talk about some of the guys that we think are gonna do well out there. Um, for me, the big guy's is Colin Morikawa best ball striker on tour pretty much a lock to win i mean he's been playing well this is what he
1: said about uconn too yeah i did
0: say this about uconn i mean UConn i'm pretty won. locked yeah,
1: in yeah, UConn pretty Oh well. uh,
0: yeah i mean great ball striker some people complain about his putting like he puts it within three feet every time basically he doesn't really need to putt charlie what do you, you have know. to say nice young guy uh, you know
2: i think colin you know he's already got two majors got exactly two he knows how to win a major so uh, like, the form he's got this year, what do you think of that, Shepherd? Do you think he's in good form going into the Masters? I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, he hasn't played phenomenal in any tournaments, but he's definitely played well. I mean, he's had a few pretty high finishes. So, I mean, I think he's looking good. I think it's going to be a pretty easy week for him. Some may say he's a lock, and I would say that.
2: Yeah, I mean, he got off to a hot start this season with the Century Tournament of Champions, although yeah. he choked at the end of the tournament. If he can putt the way he did in the first three rounds, I gotta give it to you. I, th- I think he'll have a very good chance at winning the Masters. Yeah. But uh, since since that final round of the century, I mean, his putting has been atrocious. I think 120. You know what they say, try time. for show, putt for dough. Especially so, at Augusta with those greens, yeah. you need okay, to Okay, what, you what do the you say,
0: buddy? You just talked about how you had to drive the ball. Stop contradicting yeah. yourself.
2: Call Mark is gonna win this tournament.
0: <laughs> I do.
1: Looking from a betting perspective, I like Morikawa. I think he's plus twenty two hundred, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. I mean, not even in the top. I mean, it's seven. basically guys, free money. If If you're looking to bet on kind of a sleeper pick, I think I wouldn't say sleeper. Okay, but betting odds <laughs> would tell you it's a sleeper. I would look at Morikawa. Yeah, hey, I agree with you there. Yeah. So
0: if you know, who would you have besides Colin?
2: You know, you kind of picked a sleeper kind of guy, not really, based off the betting odds. But I think John Rahm. I think he's going underlooked this week. Everyone's kind of forgetting about the type of start he had. Three wins to start the year. Yeah, just like Scotty Scheffler was last year. Scotty, to start the year, year, he had had three wins. I and then he wins the Masters. So I think John Rahm. He's going to be a threat this week.
0: I mean, not a bad pick by any means. John Rahm, obviously, great game all around. Doesn't really have a weakness. Um, you mentioned Scotty Scheffler. I think he's going to do terrible this tournament. Have you ever seen him? Seen him swing the golf club? That foot's all over. But if he's I'm pulling correct, that
1: ball so far. Scheffler's the front runner to win it this year. Him uh, and Rory, right? Yeah, I don't know about that, but sure. Yeah. yeah. I like DJ Dustin Johnson. I mean, I don't know. Past his prime. Yeah, he's getting old. He's playing on live golf, and a lot of people question like how competitive that tour really is. But Dustin Johnson's Dustin Johnson. When it comes down to it, Augusta. I like him so. I'm,
0: yeah. yeah, I don't hate that pick. I think. I mean, it's not a great pick by any means, but
2: I don't know. He, he's he's one here, although it was in the right. fall. He yeah. knows how to play old. the course. Yeah. And that 2020 when he won, I think that was one of the lowest, if not the lowest, uh, score ever at the Masters. It's true. So he knows. How guy how knows, to how he knows how to win. He knows how to win, and he knows, he knows, he knows how, how, how to play against Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, <laughs>
1: chef, Chef. Chef Brooks is an amazing golfer, so oh, that's all I have to say. I'm Sheffler, a Scotty guy. You're looking for the two, Pete. Yeah, Scheffler yeah, looking for the two. Yeah, win back last to year? Back, yeah, back, for back. I
0: mean, it's pretty hard to
1: go back to back. Not the really. Masters. What, do you, th- what
0: do you think about that for him?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not Tiger. That's Speaking of Tiger, plus 6,600 on the betting odds. What do you guys think about that? Is that generous just for the name? or I mean... I, I mean, don't you got to so. love and respect
0: Tiger. Right? Tiger knows how to play this course better than anyone out there. Maybe besides Colin, you might put him up there. But, uh, yeah, Tiger, obviously, one of the greats. So, to the put the him days. there yeah. with what he's been through, you know, with that leg, I think it's pretty fair. You know, I might say it's even a little bit of a steal in terms of betting odds with just how well he's played in this tournament.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Tiger guy. I, I, I love I know Tiger okay yeah. I'm a big Tiger guy. But I think plus 6,600 is, if you're betting on that, you're you're just giving your money away.
0: I mean, he looked pretty good at the Genesis
2: Open. Wouldn't you agree, he, though? He did, but he barely finished the tournament. I mean, as the rounds went on, he got worse because the leg can only.
0: I mean, that's true. That's true. But also
2: the Genesis the, Open. Like,
0: the Genesis. really high
2: odds. But I the, think it showed some promises the Genesis is one of the flattest courses they play on tour. Okay, the leg when it's flat isn't as bad versus Augusta, which
1: that's pretty deep. Now. It's
2: up and down and up and down. It's everywhere. That's true. So, yeah. and last year at Augusta, he played well in the first round, mm-hmm. and then the putter got cold, and he had to withdraw. Okay. Yeah. This we year, think
1: we think Tiger makes the cut, though.
2: I think he'll make the cut on the number,
1: oh, and then I think number. I
2: I think it's gonna be close, kind of like the Genesis. And then I think as the weekend goes on, I think he'll finish the tournament, but it's going to be like upper 70s.
0: I mean, it'd be really hard to see him miss the cut, having 23 consecutive cuts already made, looking for his 24th. It's really hard to say Tiger's not going to make the cut. Um, I mean, obviously, I think he has a chance to win because he's Tiger Woods. But, you know, that leg is a little bit of a concern. Um, Personally, I think this year... If you're looking for a real dark horse, you can bet on him. I think he's going to make it through this tournament, actually. So, yeah.
1: We'd all love to see that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is Tiger, so I think he makes the cut. But, realistically, I don't think he's going to be competing for another green jacket this year.
2: Yeah. He does have – apparently has some form, though. I mean, Freddie Couples was, was talking about how he fired a 63 in his practice round this week. So, yeah. clearly the game is there. It's just going to be how the leg holds up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's going to be how four rounds will, Yeah. how he can handle four. Yeah.
2: That's
0: absolutely going to be it. I mean, I yeah. think the first two rounds, are going to be no problem for him. Those third and fourth rounds with his leg, it's going to be where the challenge comes. But, again, he's Tiger. He
2: knows where he needs to hit the ball. He knows where he doesn't need to hit the ball, and he's able. To and he
1: knows how to putt, places. which short game is huge in this tournament.
2: Yeah, his putter's going to have a lot of pressure this week. He's going to need to make some big putts if he's going to want to even, like, compete or make the cut. So, yeah. you Yeah. Know. It'll be interesting to see how he puts this week at Augusta.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I just personally want to talk a little bit about the live guys kind of coming in here. Obviously, we have eighteen live guys playing. Um, it's gonna be the first time we're really gonna see live guys match up against non-live guys. How do you think that's gonna go? I,
2: I think it's gonna be really interesting. I'm excited to see live guys and PGA Tour guys. It looks like they're getting along quite nicely this week mm-hmm. although the media looks like they're trying to really separate them and create two sides oh,
1: totally yeah uh
2: you know i'm not the biggest fan of live but i can understand why a lot of those guys went over there and i i don't blame them i think money talks it, i mean money talks if i get paid it's life-changing money if i get paid a hundred million dollars to play Every, golf a few times a year i think yeah I, you can't blame them i think though their form it'll be interesting to see it how their form is versus a PJ tour guy who has to play more consistently than they do yeah mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting and i think it'll be a very important tournament for live because i think if the live guys can hold their own against the PJ tour and show that they're still legit then i think live can get a lot more viewers than they have right now fair enough yeah i mean i think that's absolutely <clears throat> true
0: um yeah if you see these lives guys come out here and none of them really do well like that's gonna speak a lot of things on that tour over there um i think one aspect of live that's like obviously the money's there but it's obviously i think it's a more fun version of golf for them to play you know yeah. playing less holes got that team aspect to it uh what do you think about that as opposed to mean, just the money
1: talking guys for guys them? like phil are out there to have a good time too like we're talking about a guy that'll pull a lob wedge when he's two feet away from the green so yeah I mean, I think that comes into play for sure. He
0: might even be hitting it backwards behind him. You never know. Yeah.
2: I think Liv, you know, ultimately I think Liv will fail. I, yeah. Just because the Saudi-backed, I think enough people will kind of be against that. But I think, you know, it set a good base or foundation for another tour, mm-hmm. or like another person to come along and be like, you know, the team aspect of golf could be used in a different way. Yeah. And I think like the fun aspect of it as well. Will be able to like, someone can use that as well to make a different tour. And ultimately, I think a different tour in the future that kind of has similar things to live. Mm-hmm. will be able to succeed
1: more than <clears throat> live will in the end. That's just my opinion. I think there's going to be a lot of bad blood. And I know the media is hyping it up, but some of these guys, I mean, like to see their friends and like people they're playing with go to live. That's got to be pretty frustrating to know that they're getting paid so much more and kind of leaving a hole in the tour that they're still playing on, and I'm a little more old school, like I said, so I like to see one big tour, best tour in the world, and all the best players competing each other on the weekly, so you know i not a big fan of live, but I understand why these guys would go I mean the money's there makes sense, yeah, Jenny? I mean, yeah. so you
2: guys
0: okay. Well, I think uh, one thing about you kind of talk about another tour, but I think PGA could definitely take some things from uh,
2: Live, you know. Well, the PGA uh, tour has benefited, especially the players, significantly. With oh, already with the purses like yeah increased to a lot of them being mm-hmm. twenty million now.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. But I think we I'd love to see some tournaments that have a little more of a fun aspect, you know, maybe drop the fourth round, whatnot, and kind of make it more about a make it more like high scoring golf as opposed to like who can play well all four days.
2: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So So like increasing the difficulty, is that what you're saying of the courses?
0: Yeah. Like increasing the difficulty, but then like dropping that fourth round, you know, Um, maybe like, I don't know, throw some more sand traps in there. Kind of like show off the skill of these guys as opposed to like, are you able to strike the ball? Well, four days in a row. What are you saying with the uh, dropping the fourth round? What's <laughs> what's the benefit there in your opinion? Well, I think when you have three rounds, it's like a lot easier for a lot more guys to compete. Um, because you know, when you have four rounds, it's so easy to have one r- bad round, kind of ruin your scorecard, okay. especially on like that last day when you've already been playing for a while. So I think if we have not like every tournament, obviously, I think, but if we have a few tournaments here and there with like three rounds. I think it's going to show off the skill of these guys
1: and what they can do with the golf ball. Yeah. I, hear, I hear you, but, you know, yeah, I just feel like golf is just as much a mental game as it's a physical game. And that fourth day really separates the boys from the men. And you really see who knows how to play, who knows how to stay focused and play through the fourth day. So I kind of like, I do like Championship Sunday, personally.
2: Yeah, Uh, I mean, the fourth day versus the third day, either way, it's a final round. It's just you're going to have the first round for both of them, and then if you have four rounds, you're going to have two middle rounds. And the third round, you're just going to have one middle round. So either way, the pressure is going to be on on the final round. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take the pressure away. No, it doesn't matter if you have three rounds, four rounds, two rounds. The pressure is going to be on on the final Mm -hmm, day. mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think having only three rounds, you got to maybe have like special fields for that like maybe the top 30 players on the tour play in a three-round tournament with just like a 30 million dollar purse like yeah just uh, you just load the money into it and maybe find like very exclusive courses for them to play on mm -hmm. to make it more interesting but i think if you're going to do three rounds you might as well just change the formats and get the guys to like big names to play in it as well like the tours experimented with like skins tournaments where like we're not mm-hmm. skins but like the point systems instead yeah. of like a regular score mm-hmm. but i think if you're going to do that like no one really pays attention to those tournaments because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of them are in the fall and like <laughs> not very many big names are in them mm-hmm. as i said so i think if you're going to like change to three rounds you might as well experiment with a lot more
1: or a lot different uh playing formats yeah, yeah. than they've Kinda done before up, you know, yeah. yes and correct like me that. if I'm wrong, but hasn't the PGA tried to make an effort to get more big-name guys forcing them to play more yeah, tournaments they... around the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They may have those
0: elevated events now that, yep. that I don't know the exact numbers, but I think it's like the top like 25 guys or something have to play in it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think it's good for the game. I know some of these guys don't want to have to be playing that, yeah. competitively that regularly, but, I mean, who doesn't want to watch the 10 best guys in the world go at it? every other week you know i think it's good for the game I, yeah
2: i think it's very good for the game i think yeah. there should be an expectation upon these guys that they actually have to do their job on the regular like mm-hmm. instead of taking numerous weeks off which golf's yeah. very like mentally it can really wear you out but yeah they're all pros and they're getting paid i i think they should
1: for the money have, they're getting paid i don't feel bad for them Let's just you, don't. No, really you don't no you don't
2: and yeah, you definitely expect them to play more than they have before, but it's good to see them mm-hmm. playing it more yeah. on the regular this
1: year. I think year. it's going in the right direction. think, and I think, and I think yeah. the competition with Liv is also forcing the PGA to make mm-hmm. their yeah, content it's really and their fuel the PGA. Yeah. That I think some the competition, like the, versus a monopoly, the competition pushes up the like quality of both. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. Kind of I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, in terms of Live, guys. Which live guys do you think are going to be able to compete the most in this tournament? Which of them are you going to see come here and, you know, maybe not make an impact?
2: Uh, I think the past champions who are now on live who came to the masters, like Phil and Charles Schwartzel. I think Thank you me. expect a lot of those two to not exactly see Saturday. They'll be on their private jet. I do love know Phil, but I don't think.
1: Yeah. I, I think he's, he's getting old. It's yeah. I think it's, especially with the,
2: maybe I wouldn't say less competition, but. With the no cuts that Liv has, I think yeah. Phil and, like, a Charles Schwartzel will struggle more in a PG, well, in a major than maybe, like, a Dustin Johnson or Brooks Kepka. Yeah, who who's a, seen
1: it. And, yeah,
2: and they're, they're leaving their primes, but their primes weren't all that long ago compared mm-hmm. to maybe Phil. So, I think, uh, like, a Joaquin Neiman, I think he'll be able to compete at this. Joaquin's kind of in the middle yeah. of his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooks Koepka, he just won last week on yeah. live down in Orlando. He's obviously playing good golf there. I do, I do like Koepka. Yeah. I, I think he's controversial, but
1: I, he, so he has a, the, bro- is the Koepka DeChambeau, Is that still, uh, uh is that it fizzle kinda, out? Yeah, it kinda I kind mean, of yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. I
0: think it was a lot of for the media kind of oh, overplayed so it. Like, it oh, so, hundred percent. you know, once those guys went to live too, kind of the media kind of stopped talking about mm-hmm. a lot of the live guys. So. Mm-hmm. God, died off I there. am more of a Kepka guy,
1: though. I think Kepka's a beauty.
0: Obviously, for uh, me, I think that uh, Cam Smith is a guy. He played yeah, well last year, obviously. Definitely. So I think he's going to come in here mm-hmm. and play well. But Cam Smith, uh,
2: he hasn't had much form on live recently. He's that's been true. struggling.
0: So. But I think there's also an aspect to live where... Like, you don't need to do well in every tournament. You know, he got paid, I think, $100 million to come there, so it kind of takes off a lot of the pressure to oh, do yeah. well in tournaments. <laughs> the
1: incentive to win is so much higher than PGA. Like, it's yeah. way more cutthroat competition.
2: That is true, but now he's coming from a more relaxed environment straight into maybe the most cutthroat event of the that's, year. That's yeah. absolutely so true. So, do you think there's going to be some maybe mental rust there?
0: I mean, I think so. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how... Uh, different guys play through it. But I think, you know, like Dustin Johnson, Cam Smith, uh, you mentioned Joaquin Neiman. Like, all of those guys are going to be a little rusty, but, like, we're going to see one of them, like, push through that, Brooks Kepka. One of them's going to be able to compete well. It's kind of just, like, which one of them? Because yeah. I obviously don't think they're all going to come here and make an impact. Mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> yeah, I do think the PGA guys are going to be a little more mentally seasoned and ready yeah absolutely for sure so mm-hmm. we'll, be, we'll see how the live guys come to play
2: yeah i think it'll be interesting seeing if uh brooks kepka how well he plays mm-hmm. or if, because he just you know he just won the live event down in orlando so we'll see if that form on live can translate to form on the pga tour yeah and i think that's where live's got to be hoping that he plays well because if he can play well on the pga tour wall at the Masters against PGA Tour guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then clearly the, having form on live does matter in the game of golf.
1: Yeah, and this, this tournament, especially being the first Masters where there's live guys in there, correct? Yeah. It's just huge for the entire live tour, I think. Mm-hmm. Just to see how their guys are able to perform and what kind of like, publicity that'll get them. Yeah.
0: So, uh, what do you think about uh, some of the live guys, especially some of the younger ones, uh, they do have to play well to qualify next year since they can't qualify through uh, normal PGA <coughs> tour means, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, the guys like Dustin Johnson, they'll be fine. They've, they get invited back, but uh, just a few. You either have to finish top 12 in the Masters, finish top four in any other major, uh, have won a major in the last five years, or won the players in the last three years. So a few of those live guys haven't done that. So, obviously, there's a little add pressure of, hey, if I don't play well here, I'm not going to qualify for the Masters
1: next year. Totally, and I think that's, I mean, that's a consequence they take from leaving the tour. You're not going to get all the benefits of a tour player mm-hmm. when you choose to leave and take a higher salary. So, I think the pressure is definitely going to be on those younger guys, but I think it's deserved. And, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: yeah, I think it's absolutely deserved. Yeah. And, you know, when you sign the contract with Liv, you know, yeah, I may not be able to play in these majors. Yeah. But with the money, they, they've got to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see because not only will they not be able to play next year, but they'll never have another chance exactly. to qualify. So yeah, it could yeah. be their last Masters for a lot of these guys.
0: The PGA Tour uh, made it very clear what their stance was going to be if you went and signed with Liv. So you really, they knew what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see, like, some of those guys, like, trying to get a top 12 finish or otherwise they're done. No more masters or majors for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, a
1: career without majors is kind of, like, you get the money, but a lot of the, the glory and the, the accolades, you know. Yeah, and the fame, like, you're not going to see a famous golfer that doesn't win a major. It just mm-hmm. doesn't happen that exactly. way. Exactly. I mean,
0: that's how you compare golfers, too. Like, yeah. If you're talking you're com- best
1: golfer of all time, we all know it's Tiger.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, you comparing yeah. other guy's like Rory, you but know, you're, you're talking like, about like, majors. You,
1: of, you can't say, oh, this guy... One went and played at some Gurney course and shot five under. Like he's the guy, yeah. You
2: know? Yeah, and I think that's where I'm more okay with older live guys mm-hmm. than I am with younger live guys. Like a Cam Smith leaving the PGA Tour in the peak of his prime, and he was playing. Yeah. He was playing good some golf. really good golf. I think when he left, he was number two or number three oh, ranked yeah. player oh, in the yeah. world. I mean, one of the best. And then he signs with Live for a hundred million. That's where I think he, I think if I were him, I would have seen how many majors, Mm -hmm. how many PGA Tour events I can win. Because he had the recipe for it. I mean, best putter and a great ball striker. Mm -hmm.
1: And yeah, I think it's more understandable. With an older guy like Phil, like, Phil's probably not going to win another major. He's getting old. He's near the end of his career. But to just go sign a huge contract, get paid right before you retire. I mean, that's a smart move by him. But yeah, the young guys, like the pga tour is still the best tour in the world and i think mm-hmm. if you want to prove to you, be one of the best golfers in the world you got to play in that tour
0: i mean signing with live i mean tell me you don't think you can win on the pga tour without telling me you don't think you can win on the pga tour
2: yeah i don't know i don't well <laughs> cam smith clearly can't i mean on he the PGA was tour, but like so I think, it, I think why, so why are you
0: leaving i no, mean
2: money you're making
0: but you're making plenty of money he won the players that year yeah. you win a I don't know. $100 what's million,
2: the, dollars, that's a lot yeah, of money. So I Yeah, $100. but I mean, you're just selling your well, soul.
0: You're, I think, yeah, it's selling, yeah. You're, you're,
1: you're, you're selling
0: your legacy for the money. I'm
1: pretty sure Smith's doing all right. And when it comes down to it, and he's like, and his legacy is left behind. Do you want to be known as a guy that won four majors, got yeah. the
0: Grand Slam, as opposed to the guy that went to live for yeah, $100 million? Do you want million. to have a big
1: jacket, or do you want to be making money out and... Saudi Arabia. That's right? true, but for Cam Smith, clearly
2: the money was more important than the legacy. Yeah, I just he don't like be, that. He must be doing just fine at night, knowing that he has a hundred million dollars in his back pocket. Yeah. I mean, versus I wonder, having a match.
0: I wonder if he is though. You know, do you think any of those guys regret it?
1: Yeah, I wonder if there's some remorse. They'll probably regret it when they get older. Yeah.
0: but I don't think right now. I think right now, right now they're wrong. probably living the yeah, life, spending the I mean, money. It's not but, like any of these guys are hurting for money. I don't think. You know, ten years down the line, Cam and Smith was like. And you
1: always love to see like. A guy like we will just talking about the Vikings, like Harrison Smith took a huge pay cut to stay with the team. But you like to see guys that put he's the awesome. sport. You like to see guys that put the sport over the money. You know what I'm saying? I know you're not. It's a, a big
0: terrible vice example manager. because Harrison Smith's <laughs> so <missile> washed up. <laughs> okay. He's not good. Well, he wasn't going to sign anywhere else for the big money. The so the yeah, yeah. we'll, we keep, this, we'll keep this. We'll keep this mask. in the
1: back pocket. But you know what I'm saying? The guys I, that I, put the sport yeah. over the
0: money. You really do want to put the sport first. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of those younger live guys, like you said. I think it's more important to play for the legacy and to try to win some of these majors because obviously, like, Cam Smith has a few more years of el- eligibility with winning the players and different things. But, you know, if he doesn't play well in these four tournaments a year and that's all he gets, you know, mm-hmm. pretty soon he could be knocked out of the majors forever. One bad
2: year, and yeah. Yeah, But he'll ha- no. but he'll have his chances to... Still have four years of playing in the majors because he just won the open. That, so yeah, so yeah, oh bats. yeah, the open too. I
0: forgot about mm-hmm. that one. And the US Open's a little bit easier to qualify for too. I'm not sure what the I think they can play they can in those qualify through, through like the regionals regional yeah. tournaments. So yeah. I mean there's obviously ways to get there, but there's it's a little more high stakes now. You know, yeah, especially totally. because I mean the main way like some of these guys got in there was the world rankings. And with them not being able to contribute to there anymore, it's mm-hmm. like, hey.
2: Well, I'll just say,
1: uh, I just pulled up Mr. Scotty's Scheffler's uh, Master Club dinner. <laughs> so I'm going to have you guys rate this dinner. We got <coughs> cheeseburger sliders with fire crack- cracker shrimp in an appetizer. Oh, that does sound good. Okay, and me. then we got
2: tortilla soup. Okay, <laughs> then we got, you can, you can get a Texas ribeye steak or you can get black and red fish like black and red I'm probably cream. going for the Texas oh, I'm, yeah, I you're I
1: going for the I mean, Texas, Texas guy. Right. you don't and go I mean, to Augusta and not get it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but seriously and then we've got
2: the warm chocolate chip skillet cookie oh man recipe. I mean that sounds nice I mean you go there for the golf but that's just yeah if you're a champion especially one of the older those are green jacks if you're a champion you got
1: to eat like a champion yeah absolutely what are you going to rate it? What do you think? I, dude, that's a 10. That's a <laughs> that, good dinner. Yeah, I do like, I, a, yeah, a, I do like a good yeah, dinner. Cheeseburger started
2: off, yeah. fried cracker shrimp, tortilla soup, then you got the ribeye. And this is all. Gotta, this is... Dude, dude if there, you're hey. bulking, this is like a Yeah, you're voting, from, like, yeah. you got yeah. bring it yeah. home with the warm Holy smokes. Feels like mean. Mean. Yeah,
0: that, that winner is going to be happy when he Seriously. walks off that 18th green and yeah. he's going to be able to go to that. I go mean. to town. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean... It's great to have you on the podcast, Gerald. Yeah, know, thanks you, for having me, boys. You bring a lot of knowledge that the rest of us oh, can't really happy match I as can. much. But yeah, we, we definitely you.
0: know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, this was always a dream wow. mine as a little kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I <laughs> wanted
2: to make out backyard sports. Uh, that was yeah, that was when was I played golf. That's yeah. why that's why I played. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, for you for yours at home, I uh, have fun watching Colin Morikawa win the tournament, and I think that's uh, sayonara for now, boys.
2: Yep. Yeah. Until next time. Yep.